Okay, so now we just need an intro. Uh, something like... Friendly sparring with Leo and Joe's. Friendly sparring. The friendliest sparring with Leo and Joe's. Friendly sparring. That's it. Ah, all right, cool. Let's start the show. Yep, basing out, bro. Welcome to the Friendly Sparring Podcast. The podcast where two very good friends get very, very high and answer some very ridiculous questions. Wait a minute. That is what this podcast is about. I'm Juice, and I'm joined by my best friend, Leo. What's up, Leo? Hey, guys. How's it going? Hi, guys. Is that what we're doing now? We're doing... No, it was actually just... No one told me we were doing accents. No. <laughs> it was just uh, kind of like a middle of the line. It feels funny in my in my mouth. Hey, guys. As you can tell, zooted. As you can tell, Leo's gone. I'm gone. I'm in outer space at this point. If you, if if you guys if, are, if we were to okay. take a scan of Leo's brain right now, there would just be a little place card that said out to lunch. <laughs> for our uh, for our patrons, uh, when you watch the video, you're going to look at my eyes being squinty oh. like that. And you're going to be like, oh, yeah, 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 he's definitely gone. Bro, if we didn't plan, if I didn't know for a fact you were high, now I'm looking at mine. <laughs> <laughs> I would look at yours and say, "Oh yeah, he's definitely just a little toasted, little, lot of toasted, lot of toasted, pretty toasted." Um, All right. That said, so we put it out there to our lovely patrons. Said, "Whatever you want is what we're doing," and you guys voted to have us lose our brain cells in the form of having all the weeds and answer some questions yeah i think um i had anxiety all day because there weren't none and then we got a ton at the last second love right. that for us love that for everyone i mean no i don't love that for everyone yeah i don't love it definitely not for me i was freaking out we can't all be buzzer beaters guys <laughs> yeah sometimes fear the buzzer <laughs> sometimes Normalize you guys sometimes actuality just play a regular game just shoot yeah. during the first quarter Okay. Yeah, just just throw halftime shots. Not everything can be halftime shots. I, I just said half court shots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just wait until it's halftime, <laughs> and then no one else is playing. I like, well, fuck it. I'm gonna rack up some points right now. Halftime shots. The rest of the teams are in the locker room. The refs like, what are you doing? It's halftime. Like, nothing in the rules it says I can't score some points right now. Everything in the rule says you can't. Yeah. The ref's like, uh, he pulls out the rule book. And then he's like, nope, nope. You decided that. Starts waving it off. He's trying to, the ref is trying to shot block. But they're all in like, Dude, I think we're too high. He's like, I think we're too high. This like, is so are he, much. Are you trying to play man-on-man defense right now, ref? You know I'm a fucking professional basketball player. All right. Uh, <laughs> we got Boy. some questions. We do. Uh, I'd like to start with some voice questions, as is tradition. No, I'm sorry. What is the new tradition? Tradition. Tradition. Patreon. <laughs> That's actually kind of a spoiler for one of the questions we have in the forum. I got, I, I, just, I saw it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, it made me think of that answer. Okay. Sorry, I'm pulling. I'm, I'm pulling up the patrons right now. I am pulling up the patrons. I'm so far gone at this point. You're so gone, dude. All right. So we had some questions from our lovely patrons. And the first one comes from T-Cross. And I don't know why I chose to do an Irish dialect for T-Cross. Although I think he is Irish. I think Lots you of were... people in New Jersey are Irish. And most of them say they're also Italian, but they're just mostly Irish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And most of them say fucking uh, rigot okay. for, for ricotta cheese or for manicotti pasta. They'll be like manicot. And it's like learn to fucking pronounce some things like just fucking just figure it out just an opportunity for you to go at them i love it Let's just an going. opportunity for me to fucking dunk on these motherfuckers <laughs> all right so thomas cross to t cross says um this is actually a suggestion that he had of what we should do for the episode and we, we got enough votes on the other one that i was like i, I would feel we're putting that suggestion um, but I want to do it as a question in the other one. And it says, you should go, go through each division. We're not going to do each division for time, but we're going to do a few. Go through each division and pick your least favorite fighter and just roast the absolute shit out of them. Also, while being high as giraffe pussy. And uh. guess what? I've never seen giraffe pussy, but uh, I bet if I did, it would be right about here. You know what I'm saying? Because that's how high I am. I don't know. I think a giraffe might be just a little bit taller than that. Oh, it's definitely taller. I'm just trying to get a visual. Like if I went off frame, they wouldn't see it. <laughs> I'm trying to be like, this is how high I am. And it's the okay. same. Well, I think we lost the audience at giraffe pussy. <laughs> and us measuring ourselves That's the title to, of the episode. to the giraffe pussies. <laughs> we'll just open up their, their podcast apps. It says FSP 29 giraffe pussy. <laughs> It was, wait, it was, what was the question again? We're going to pick our, some of our least favorite fighters and just roast the absolute dog shit out of them. Okay. Um, I think judging by your facial expressions and demeanor and the fact that you're probably pulling up the rankings, uh, I'm going to go. <laughs> okay, go on. First of all, everyone knows how much I fucking hate Macy Barber. Okay. This bitch is fucking out of her mind uh when she fought roxy not only dude first of all she has the audacity the audacity to come into the ufc in a division well she came in as a straw weight where fucking at the time i think rose was the champion or or joanna probably probably rose by that time and then now it's Rose again. And then she couldn't make uh, straw weight. So she went up to fly weight where fucking Valentina is the champion. And this bitch has the audacity to think that she can break the record of being the youngest champion. How fucking dare you, you entitled <laughs> fucking brat. And then, and then she fights Roxy. And it wasn't even just during the fight, dude. It was fucking before the fight. Roxy, because she's an angel. Hello. Uh, Shout out to Smokey J's drawing of her uh, from here, from my cup. Because um, she's a fucking angel. Researched the weight cutting situation at the hotel for 
the both of them and said, hey, I called the hotel and they said the situation where the, the fighters are staying, they're staying in the ivory tower, which is where they don't have bathtubs. Bathtubs are a big part of my weight cut. I don't know about you. So I'm going to be using another ba- uh, bathtub. Let me know if you don't, can't find one. Like, so nice. Macy fucking leaves her on red. Actually, I don't even, I think it was because they didn't follow each other. It was like in a, like, you know, in your, um, on IG, it's like, uh, like in a separate folder. You know what I mean? Like it's in your, Approved, Bro, approved, I'm on another planet. You're on another planet. It's in like the approve folder. She just posted that, didn't approve it, but read it and fucking just posted the screenshot. And she was like, I don't give a fuck and put the little devil emoji. Bitch, fuck you. And then she goes and gets absolutely dog walked in the fight. And you know something like people like people that are her fans, which are like, you know, mostly terrible people, uh <laughs> like well, like oh, you know, she just blew out her knee. Man, fuck you. She was going to lose that fight anyway. This bitch is jabbing from 10 feet away. Worse than Michelle Watterson, dude. Worse than Michelle Watterson. And fucking Roxy uh, 30 to 25, sir. <laughs> 30 25, sir. What? Like... Oh, yeah, there's a couple yeah, of 10-8s yeah, yeah, in there. Got it, got it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a couple of 10 eights in there. She 30 25 there. By the way, that's also my made-up scorecard. It's not the real score, so don't fucking come at me with facts. Pity the hey. child who lives in a fact-based world. Um, <laughs> fucking Macy Barber gets on the mic as a loser and is like, thank you for the opportunity to fight. Or like, tries to say some shit to her. Say, hey, take your fucking lunch and go home, Macy. You fucking lost. That she is so terrible. And then she wins her fucking last fight, which was which was a robbery, by the way. Miranda Maverick should have won yeah, that fight. Yeah. She gets on the mic and is like, oh, I think I could still be top, get a towel shot in three fights. I just got to, you know, like, trust to lay out this fucking plan. Hey, fuck your plan. And fuck your dad, too, Bucky Barber. What a fucking terrible human he is. And hey, this bitch uh, was out here trying to say that she had a... Uh, a charity or something that she was donating to. Oh, hey, guess yeah. what? It's a QAnon organization, so you can't even use that. You fucking idiots! All right, so that's that's one division. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. To, to cross, we got we got to wave this one off because I don't know how long that was, but that hey, was man. pretty long. Uh, we're only ten minutes in to the episode. <laughs> I'm talking about for one division that was so long for one I person. No, I told him we weren't gonna do the whole thing. I even said that when I read the question. I just have a few more. Okay, okay, let's keep going. You're gonna be like, it hasn't taken that long. You're gonna look down to be 49 minutes. You'd be like, yeah, that's not that long. Colby Covington <laughs> is the kind of guy to go. <laughs> I was going to say something that I don't know if is. I don't know. Colby Covington is the is the kind of guy that when he goes out for a night in the town, starts hitting the clubs. The only you better drink that or put it away because you're about to spit it out. When he goes out for a night on the clubs, <laughs> the clubs. <laughs> and where are you guys going tonight? Oh, we're just going to the clubs. <laughs> no one that goes to the clubs says that. <laughs> I'm not stopping. I know. The only way Colby is going home with anybody is if he if he use a roofie. <laughs> That's what I fucking think about Colby Covington. 
Colby Covington is so terrible. Oh my god! This motherfucker, <laughs> this motherfucker decided to, instead of developing a personality so that he would be interesting and people would care about his boring ass wrestle fuck fights, decides that he should make racism a part of his personality and just fucking hey, I'm just gonna hype up Trump and literally suck John Trump's dick. Did you guys see the the uh, photo of him going to the White House with the bell? And he's like, mm, I'll cheese in with the fucking bell and the fucking MAGA hat. That motherfucker literally just wiped cum from his mouth before they took that picture. He wiped it with the MAGA hat. He took off the hat. It was like dabbing at the corners like this. Oh, I hate Colby Covington so much. I think that's all I got envy right now. <laughs> I need to let you do at least one. All right, let me, yeah, let me see. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> actually you know what i did I, I don't really have a problem with anyone i don't really hate anyone i'm i really mean it hold on only thing i'm mad about <laughs> this is gonna sound so stupid is that so fine week no no is that frankie edgar's fucking nickname is fucking not bobby knuckles it bothers me to no end <laughs> that Frankie Edgar's nickname isn't Bobby Knuckles and Rob Whitaker's is. I don't care how many times you have to tell me that his is the Reaper. The fact that so many people call him Bobby Knuckles on fight days makes me so mad. So let's just all from here on out Frankie Bobby Knuckles. Knuckles. Edgar. Edgar. Well, you know, his nickname <laughs> is the answer. What if it was posed like a Jeopardy question? Frankie, <laughs> the answer is. Wow, I'm so high. I lost my point. Yeah, and you, you, fucking, you fucking committed that bit. And then you were like, Whoop, did a detour. <laughs> See you guys around. Uh, his nickname is the answer. Do you know what the question is? Is mm. are you Bobby Knuckles? I, and that's what you call a fucking workaround. You, you did it. When was the last time you had a workaround? Uh, what the fuck? When was the last time I did a fucking terrible Robert Gennaro impression? Anyway, <laughs> um, are you gonna yeah, buy this car or not? You asked me 15 million questions about the lights and every little thing I answered, Such every good... single one of them. You want to talk to the manager? The manager's right here. I'm the manager. Call him out. He says, I'll tell you all. Talking to his dick. That fucking <clears throat> movie, dude. Everyone quotes like, well, I must be talking to me or whatever from, from other shit or whatever when it comes to De Niro. But the most, the most fucking goaded moment of De Niro's entire career, including Taxi. I have to agree with this. Including, Actually, it's pretty good. Including Heat is literally in Analyze That when he is a car salesman. And those stupid fucking wasps are like, well, I don't know. We have to think about it. And he's like, What's that to think about? It? You drove it, you like it? Come on, let's make a deal. And like, well, it's a lot of money. And they're like, let me ask, what do you use driving? You use driving. Alexis. Yeah, Toyota. Toyota. Well, it's a Lexus. Yeah, same thing. Both Japanese. Let's not forget Pearl Harbor. What a great stupid ass line. <laughs> it's so good, dude. Anyway. <sighs> All right. Moving on.
Are, are we moving on? I don't know if I'm done yet. <laughs> Who else do you have? I know. Okay, we're definitely uh, moving on because that's all I got. I can't really think of anyone that I can possibly roast other than that. Dude, Tom, Tom had that one and he also had a good one. He was like, you guys should one person pretend to be Joe Rogan and the other one <laughs> pretend to be a fighter who just got knocked out or something. And I was like, oh, that could go so wrong. But I was like, that should be a sketch that we should write and not an improv bit. That we're <laughs> What are you doing, dude? He's Being Joe camera. Rogan. <laughs> Joe, I felt a tap. You didn't. You didn't get tab. Let's look, let's look at the. Let's look up there. All right. And so, what you're gonna see here is is well, I, I got dropped. He, he he caught me a little bit, but that, but then, but then I recovered. Ivermectin. <laughs> let's get going. <laughs> that does sound like a move too. <laughs> like next time Joe is like interviewing someone, he's like. And I noticed when you transitioned to the ivermectin, you had him at the crucifix. <laughs> I was like, well, Joe, uh, I'm not vaccinated. So stupid. So stupid. So funny. So stupid. So funny. Uh, okay. All right. That was that. Thank you, T. Cross. Okay. Um, That's just question one. <laughs> That's just question one. I literally was going to start this episode. Uh, and I was like, hey, let's maybe try to keep it under two hours. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> nope we are not now 17 minutes in not now and no <laughs> it's gonna now. be so, so long the matrix answers are gonna be long the oh all, right. all of it all of it here we go jimmy the drunk ass and we love jimmy the drunk says what is your earliest memory in life and in mma <laughs> okay that, that's all you got uh Hmm. All right, hmm. you think about it. Yeah, don't I'm listen to my answer. Like, don't okay. listen. No, I'm gonna listen. My earliest memory in life is I went trick or treating with my older sister when I was uh, like three years old, mm -hmm. and my parents dressed me up as the Beast. Oh. And they dressed her up as Belle. And hey, why the fuck do parents <laughs> want to do that? <laughs> that is so fucked up. And they're like, oh, it, they're just kids. They're cute. But hey, what the fuck? First of all, wait, wait a fucking perpetualized Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> with, the, with the abusive power dynamic of Beauty and the Beast. Oh, your second point. I and can't way to wait. impose that on your three-year-old son. I'm in fucking therapy. This is quite possibly the funniest thing you've ever said. And I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding either. About uh, any of it. I think I think we'll be quoting this one for a while. We'll be quoting this one for a while. And in MMA, I have a lot. It's like <laughs> earliest. Hey, I'm getting there. Because no, I was thinking about this. You can have more than one first car. 
Oh, oh yeah. Because when I was 15, my dad had my my grandparents' car. They had passed away, and they had they had a car. It was like a Hyundai uh, XG 350L. They don't make that car anymore. It was a nice car. It was like an 03. And that was going to be my car when I got my license. I drove it around the block a couple of times and like, you know, illegally or whatever as a 15-year-old. <laughs> that was really, I mean, it was around the neighborhood, but like, you know, you're not supposed to. Whatever. Anyway, I had driven, I considered it my car. I decided to give it to my brother. Um, with, there's a scandal behind that as well. Um, then what ended up being the other car, I got there, my reference other car, they had a 93 Cadillac Eldorado. And that actually was my car that I got to drive when I got my license. And then they bought me a Mazda. Okay. And, I, and that felt like my first car that I got um, from that was actually mine because that was like theirs and my dad would sometimes drive it too. Okay, I see. And then that, then when, when we moved to LA and I had to sell it, and then my, I started working at the dealership. I bought a Volvo. And that was the first car that I bought. Oh. And then I traded in for a, a 2014 <laughs> Mini Cooper Countryman. And I leased it. And I was like, well, this is the first car I leased. And then I traded that in for the i3. And I was like, well, this is the first electric car that I <laughs> shit. So anyways, my point is. Yeah, all point. Anyway, all this to say. Um, <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go to my favorite of the early memories and that is sitting at the bar with you and our ladies and my sister and her friend watching UFC 194 and how the girls all rooted for Luke Rockhold and he fucking won and I was so sad but then uh, the main event happened and I was happy and we were all happy Yeah. and you told me after afterward you were like Let's do this all the time for all the fights. This is great. This is the best time we've ever had. And I was like, yeah, yeah I agree. And that is why we're here today, ladies and gentlemen. Look at that. <laughs> um, Me being corny as fuck. It's good, though. I do like where you, where you came from for that. I guess my earliest me- <laughs> um, <laughs> my earliest memory. <laughs> oh, no. Um, shoot, I'm really trying to think of what my earliest memory could possibly have been. Um, is it that video that you and your siblings made where you're sitting there with the cowboy hat and you're like, don't shoot or whatever? Yeah, yeah. No, that, that's... You, I don't know if doing... Well, that kind of tags into actually that something, um, another question that's asked later. So hold on. Hmm. Is it? Oh, yeah, it is. The I, I know which question. Yeah. Um, you know what? I do remember distinctly when I was... Uh, very young um i was uh in a school play and i was a ghost and uh after the play was over i uh i i fell off the stage i wasn't hurt or anything (laughs) for some reason the fall is imprinted in my mind of embarrassment so that's my first earliest memory i suppose and then are you gonna do the same mma one as me no, mine is actually um, probably the the Holly Holm uh, Misha Tate um, when we were watching that at Dame at, at Dame Buster's, Buster's, yeah. Um, <clears throat> that one for me was just like 
I think that competition wise, as far as MMA had gone, it just hadn't ever been upped really. And I think we we're like, let's like, let's do this bar environment together for um, 194. But for, for this fight specifically, it was just like everyone, some people that weren't interested or like whatever were like kind of passerbys, like started to pay attention to the fight. And it was just like one of those things where like the whole entire bar was like, on edge the entire time that that fight was going on and that was something that i was like oh wow i haven't seen that before in mma like where everyone's like okay this could be really anyone's game as opposed to like kind of like a straight um yeah not a back and forth but a back and forth here we are and i forgot my point and here we are no i i got your point so that's and i think if uh, anyone didn't, didn't get the point then they are just aren't high so yeah that's high. true they're probably not high yeah yeah <laughs> Like kind of like when you smoke a little weed and the beetles start to make sense, you're like, "Oh yeah. shit!" Oh, there's some shit I didn't know. You know, sometimes certain Beatles songs will like fuck you up. Um, there's one of those songs, "I'm Looking Through You," mm. makes me think of someone, and I'm like, "Taking a dump." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's our next question? That's that was only for the Patriots. Um, <clears throat> I know. What's our next question? Um, that's actually it for Patreon questions. So we can go to. Um, wait, let me just double check. Because I had a few comments. Oh, <laughs> Jimmy also said. <clears throat> he said, "P.S. I hope you don't forget your answer after getting extremely cooked, as you call it." Um, <clears throat> Well, guess what? I did. <laughs> yeah, you did. I did. All right. No, I remember. I remember them both. Okay, got it. Okay. Okay. This next question is from our boy Rhino from the Combat Sports with Rhino podcast. <clears throat> Juice and Leo. It's a big homie, Rhino, from the Combat Sports with Rhino podcast. So uh, recently I've been seeing things online uh, showing pictures from another upcoming Clerks movie. Uh, Juice and I have talked several times about what big fans of the movie Clerks and the entire View and Screen Universe as a whole that we are. So if you two are going to recast the movie Clerks with MMA fighters, what characters would be played by what fighters, i.e., who's going to play Jay, who's going to play Silent Bob, who's going to play Dante, who's going to play Randall. And if you guys really want to get creative and throw some other more random characters in, more power to you. I think that would be hilarious. So, yeah, definitely my question is, if you're going to recast the movie Clerks with current or former MMA fighters in those roles, who are you picking, why? Totally looking forward to the answer. Talk to you guys later. Peace. This is such a fucking good question. And you know what? I just realized it drives me crazy. Mm. So I send uh, questions to Rhino Show. And it's through the same thing, same platform, Anchor, and there's a one-minute time limit. Every time I send it, I have to, like, I'm racing against the clock. I usually end it right on time, and I'm like, fuck, this, is, this isn't enough time. And then whenever Rhino does it, he's so succinct and to the point that there's plenty of time left and i'm like how did he fit all that in am i just a fucking idiot <laughs> but anyway he said this yesterday and i've been making notes leo i've been making right. notes i didn't i didn't want high juice to have to answer this question but i would have fucking probably said 
something problematic. I'm just kidding. I wouldn't have said something problematic, but I would have no. said something really stupid. <laughs> all right. Bearing in mind, not all of these are like look based. It's more of like an energy. Yeah, of course. And then also like, <laughs> well, I guess, yeah, like they, they can be altered. Like for example, if someone, okay, I should just say my first one. My first one for Jay is um, Sean Strickland. Oh, yep. And when I say that, like, they're not always look-based. Like, he could put a fucking wig on. Like, he could do, he could put the wig. And he would fucking nail that in the worst way. Yeah. Um, Silent Bob. Stipe. <laughs> That's pretty good. Because he should not have to Talk? say any lines, <laughs> to be honest. But Steepy's funny as fuck. True. All right. And this one, I'm just going to say it. And it, these last two are kind of weaker. I feel. Anyway, you can let me know right now. Randall. Matt Mitrione. <clears throat> you're either going to get it or you're not, and that's fine. Yeah, and then yeah. Dante. Wow. <laughs> what was that? Just my nose, just okay. Like... Um, Dante, former UFC matchmaker Joe Silva. <laughs> Do you know what Joe Silva looks like? No, let me look him up. No, I'll look him up. You, you think about your list. What's your <clears throat> list? All right. Um, for Jay, I'll probably say. I got the two worst photos. I'd probably say, you know what? Leon Edwards. <laughs> yeah, that does kind of like. And then. The same in the octagon. He's <laughs> <laughs> getting hoisted in the air. It's like, geez. And, uh, All right. Yeah. So look I said at how Leon little Edwards. he is, though. Like, here's him next to Dana. He's so little. <laughs> so tiny. So little. So little. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so I said, Leon Edwards for Jay. Yeah, it was for Jay, bro. Yep. Just because I think that would be really funny to see him. Drinking beers, drinking beer. <laughs> exactly. 15 quid, little man. <laughs> Put that shit in my hat. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, let's see, Silent Bob. Uh... I'd say uh, Tito Ortiz <laughs> for the same reason. <laughs> like, don't let that motherfucker say anything, dude. Yeah. And then, uh, Rand, uh, Randall, I would say, uh, Derek Lewis. That would be great. That would be great. I this is not necessarily that. accurate, but that no, would be great. <laughs> I just love to see it. Yeah, you just love to see it. And then, uh, Dante, uh, Dustin Poirier. Uh, Dustin Poirier is Dante. Yep. 37 and... dicks. In a row? <laughs> hey, get back here. All right. What about what about Veronica and Kaylin? This one I kind of like struggled with. He said he said that was bonus, but like who's Veronica? Oh, 
trying to think of like a fighter that maybe Kat Zingano. That's good. Uh let's see. I'm pulling uh, I forgot what she looks like. What's uh what's Brian Ortega's uh, girlfriend's name again? Oh uh fucking Tracy Cortez. Yeah, she she could be Veronica. Yeah, she could be. And then Caitlin has like uh, Lauren Murphy. <laughs> just trying to think about. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of the energies Bro, of this. Those characters this made cast me feel has aged terribly. Yeah. Oh yeah, they all look terrible. This is Veronica oh, I now. I know. All right, buddy. But you know what I was thinking? I was actually thinking of uh, Dante. Looks old as shit. Uh-huh. And then Randall. This isn't a current picture, but he still doesn't look good. <laughs> he looks like Matt Damon if he got punched in the face 50 times and had to have reconstructive surgery done to his face. Pictures not like him at all. Uh, where's when's that picture from? Because it definitely feels like it's from like 2003 or like I don't know, bro. It doesn't say. <laughs> Let me see if I can get a current picture. That actually, uh, I think wasn't he in uh, Zach and Mary? Yeah, yeah, he played like the the guy that was like Camera the guy. editor or whatever. The mm-hmm. yeah. I, I that was 2009. <laughs> those I think are, let me see if those are two different things. Jeff Anderson. No, what do you mean? I'm trying to tell you that it's not that old. You, you're saying it's 2003. I'm like, well, that's 2009. Like it could be. No, no, no. Uh, what do you mean? Mind. This looks more recent, and he looks better. How the fuck does that happen? Hollywood magic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but there pops up that same photo on Google. Wait, here's another one. Oh, he looks like shit here. This may be the most recent. <laughs> Gotta wait for Leo to look. Wait, is that Trump hat? <laughs> no, it's not. But it could be. Did it kind of look like it? I'm zooming in for the patrons. <laughs> I just fucking wrecked Leo. <laughs> um, all right. Thank you so much right now. Should check out his podcast. Uh, he's got one coming out with uh, a UFC bantamweight. I don't know if I can say who, so I'm just gonna oh. say that. But um, it's a it's it's gonna be great. I know it. Here we go. There's another one. Juice and Leo, how's it going, guys? It's your boy Chris from the Unmatched MMA podcast. Hope you're doing well. First and foremost, I want to apologize. That's been a minute since the last time I sent in a question to you guys. I've still been trying to keep up with the show as best I can. And I don't know if this question was asked in earlier episodes or back in the Fighting With Myself days, but my question is, in a horror movie, which fighter would be the first to die and which fighter would be the final survivor and why? Love the show, guys. Keep it up. Hope you have a good night. That was such a good question. First of all, I have to shout out Chris from Unmatched MMA. <laughs> I've been waiting for him to throw a, uh, a voice question to the podcast for a long time because <laughs> when you listen to his show, like he's got such a unique voice and I love it. And he sounds just like Tim Baltz, who's an actor uh, slash improviser. 
and he was in the righteous gemstones he played judy's um fiance bj yeah Mm -hmm. oh yeah he's doing a different voice in that movie so it doesn't sound like him but if you heard the regular actor talk he sounds just like that guy (laughs) um all right first to die and and one to survive the one to survive um well the one to survive is francis and ganu good fucking luck getting rid of that guy he'll just absolutely kill you with one punch yeah um for me who would survive uh, Yuri or Jiri, whatever his name is. Fuck yeah, Yuri Prohaska. He's yes, dude. That's the fucking best answer you've ever given for anything. He would survive. He would be on some shaman witch shit. Yes, dude. They'd, they'd be like, "All right, let's go get this motherfucker," and he'd be like, "Well, I'm not actually here right now." You're like what? <laughs> You're like, well, the thing is, time is a construct. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> there, there's no doubt that he would survive no doubt in my mind dude you're absolutely right dude in the weirdest way possible we brought knives and shit i don't care doesn't work on me <laughs> what do you mean doesn't work i don't understand <laughs> <laughs> they try and stab him and the knife melts and they're like oh what the fuck we gotta make that movie. <laughs> we gotta make that movie, dude. They'd be like, "What a stranger calls," but it's Yuri Prohaska's cabin in the woods that he trains in. And he's like, "I'm inside the house. Good. I'm making sandwiches." And they're like, "What? Yeah, you want some sandwiches?" He's like, "I'm, I'm, I'm, th- I'm threatening you. I'm in- yeah, I know, but that doesn't work on me." <laughs> oh. You do understand I'm a I'm a bloodthirsty killer, right? I mean I'm 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 inside your house. Yeah, let's fight. Come on. Let's <laughs> <laughs> cry. It's crazy. It's it's so true. God, it's so weird. So true, dude. You nailed it. Damn. Okay. Who would we'll be first to go? Macy Barber. Damn. You're damn right. You know who I was actually going to say, though? Who? But this could be a reason that he would survive is um, Sean Strickland because he's literally out of his mind. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, that could lead to him making the worst choice or that could lead to him being, like, hyper vigilant and fucking also, like, if someone tries to kill him, and he's like, well, I'll kill you first. And then he gets his jollies off. And he's just, like, nuts. <laughs> like, he, he just kills somebody. And he's like, damn, I just nutted. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? This is like video me by you sometimes. It's this like female rapper. It's just like, damn, I just nutty. What are you saying? Hold on. Uh, no, no, no. Answer, no. I'll cue it up. Uh, first to die. Um... Connor McGregor. Yeah, dude. That's a great one, actually. <laughs> dude. Okay. Here we go. 
Look at this ass. Damn, I just met What the fuck is that? <laughs> Hold on, one, one more time. Wait, what the fuck is that? <laughs> what did I just do? I don't know what I just did. I think I was trying to get a full screen here. One more time for the for the patrons. Lift it up. Uh, I'm trying to push play also. Damn, I just nutted. <laughs> That's strictly when he's when he's <laughs> He's like, oh, you trying to kill me, motherfucker? You, such... you must not know who I am. And then oh, that was such a Damn, long I way for that. That was such a long way for that. It was such a long way, but it was worth every second of it. And you know it. I do. Yeah, you do. That was really good. Oh, live. Uh, I just got a notification from ESPN. Anderson Silva knocked out Tito Ortiz in the first round. Oh, hey. Dude. Fuck Tito Ortiz. Yes. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Anderson Silva? Just knocked Tito Ortiz out in the yeah, first. No. <laughs> <laughs> right. I forgot. Oh, are we I gonna have a I... fucking soundboard now? Jesus. Yeah, I was saying. I forgot, I forgot. I have like so many videos that are like queued up. Um. Hold on. Um, Leo, tell me I'm wrong about something. Okay. Like Leo. Oh, you're stupid. Oh, you, you're wrong. You're gonna look at me and you're gonna tell me that I'm wrong? Okay. <laughs> wow. Okay, dude. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait one more. Outside, oh. Get out. Go. That's good. I ain't got time to be distracted by your worthless charm ass gold. Speaking of righteous uh, gemstones that we talked about earlier, that fucking show so good. It's so good. It's right. so good. Um, what were we on? Oh, yeah. I think we answered that. Yeah. <laughs> we, we both said Yuri and, and John Strickland. No. It's really Macy Barber. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I have to. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like a week or so after we released the last episode where we were high as shit mm-hmm. um the, the homie from the sound of violence podcast <laughs> tweeted that and the sound of violence is a is a podcast about mma podcasts so they do the lord's work and they listen to everyone's shows and they're talking about them and they're the fucking best and he said he he made a tweet that was like uh, I did the math wrong when I was creating my can of butter for these edibles and I made it way too fucking strong. And I was like, I think I was like laughing. It's like, don't laugh at my pain juice. You just, you just went, you know what I was going to go through. Here we like, are. Well, here we are. Um, uh, I had a tweet that I said, these edibles are about to hit. And then he commented on it. He's like, convinced me to break out the, oh, God, I'm bad at math. This is way too strong, butter. <laughs> Bro. All right, I'm pulling up the forum right now. Okay, so we got voice. 
And then now, now it's just Twitter, yeah? Yeah, it's just Twitter. Um, okay. Although I did get a text on the Google Voice number, but it just says hi. I think it's spam. I get a lot of spam texts that number for some reason. <laughs> like I get a lot of texts that say, it's like, want to look at single nudes in your area or whatever? Like <laughs> single nudes, that's not even a thing. <laughs> it's like nude, nude singles or something like that. Like oh, horny singles in your area or like, are you, you motherfucking... It's like all this like nasty spam shit. It's like, oh, I can't. I cannot stop laughing. It's so stupid. You know what sucks? It's like I don't know if you're laughing because I'm really funny or you're really high. No, because you're funny. It's both, to be fair. Um, I just looked at that. Um, Anderson Silva knocked out Tito Ortiz notification again, and damn, I just nutted. <laughs> All right. This first question is from Tricky Dick, Richard Dubler, at Tricky underscore Dick 86. And he says, as an unwavering fan of the Matrix for the last 21 years, and even a staunch supporter of all the disappointingly mediocre sequels, Bland anime and super low effort game just out of love for the original. Hey, I like that game, actually. <laughs> he says, why should I give a single fuck about the new one sans Larry Fishburne? Okay, Tricky Dick, I'm going to get real with you. Okay. There are a couple reasons why you should give a fuck. You should give multiple fucks about matrix four number one it's got trinity still she's very important number two keanu fucking reeves with the long john wick hair are you kidding me i would peg him right now number three damn i just know <laughs> Number three, Neil Patrick Harris as the muff fucking psychiatrist. Oh my god, dude! And 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 besides that, uh, on the real, when it comes to um actors not being in sequels, you don't know who's at fault. Like maybe he didn't want to do it, which is okay. Maybe they didn't come to the table with enough money, which is also okay. Although everyone else came to the table. I mean, everyone else. So I don't know. And so it's not like they didn't want him. I'm sure they approached him, you know. One time, Leo and I, I don't know if you were there, uh, but I was like... (laughs) (laughs) What a way to start a story. Well, it was it was it was our friends. It was like I was with Andrew and Tom. One uh, time, Leo and I. I don't know if you were there or not. There. I'm pretty sure Kevin was also there. Uh, we saw Larry Fishburn. We were outside the UCB in Franklin Village, and fucking Larry Fishburn walks by in the ugliest <laughs> muscle shirt I've ever seen. Fucking black and white horizontal stripes, looking like the motherfucking. Hamburglar with the sleeves cut off, fucking walks by looking pissed, like looking so angry. And I think it was Tom that was like, 
maybe he just found out the news that his daughter did a porno because that, that just came out <laughs> or like or he, he's like he's mad that everyone else now knows i was like oh shit um so yeah you don't know if that's the case and listen uh it's not the new guy's fault you'd be supporting maybe he turns out to be the greatest thing ever and then 10 years from now he blows up and you're like shit i saw him in the matrix also it looks bomb as fuck and hey you know another reason and to be honest like i don't want i don't want to put this out there but this could have been a reason that maybe lawrence fishing didn't didn't want to do it when the matrix first came out there was a lot of like it's it's a somewhat clear like allegory or like if it's meant to look like or an allegory for like the jesus story kind of Mm -hmm. what it actually is is an allegory for the trans experience Mm -hmm. and the wachowskis who wrote that movie they were the wachowski brothers at the time no they're now the wachowski sisters lana wachowski is directing this one and it's now her name in the billing very important very important that's another reason why you should watch it thank you for that question yeah yeah everything you said no i'm just kidding um oh shit i was about to move on (laughs) (laughs) no go ahead please well my reasoning is is pretty much what you got to at the end was that the whole um I, I think <clears throat> they talk, you know, we talked about the whole idea of it being about um, the uh, transitioning. Um, I think that the first time, you know, he wrote that as the Wachowski brother at that time, he was dealing with that in his life. Right. Both making were. right. Both of them had right. Both of them were dealing with that as they were. So th- that's when they were writing that perspective. That's what made the matrix so good is because if you think about it that that way it's it's very entertaining but it's also very personal um if yes. you think about it in that way so now that um <clears throat> everyone they knows tra- and they've transitioned transition and they wrote this movie after they've come uh come to the transition it's gonna be better than the the other two exactly. that came after it there's a, there's going to be a personal experience that happened um 100 now that that she's she so yeah. that's i think as a as a writing perspective as a freedom perspective i think it's gonna not be a cash grab i think the story is gonna push it um further than we've ever seen and there's a lot of things we like <clears throat> why is neil back in the matrix like at the end of the um of the third one his body is taken by the machines like there's a lot of different things that we have to kind of get the answers for. Um, and I, I just think, like I said, I just think it's going to be, first of all, the CGI and action stuff is going to be so oh, hell yeah. good. The trailer um, so beautiful. I was like, and I'm, I'm just stoked. Just yeah, I'm just stoked for that whole, that whole transition and how they're going to tackle um, technology advancing and, uh, and yeah. us, like our reliability. There's so many new cool things, new ways that they could kind of approach this and, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm stoked for it. That's the only reason I could convince you as to why, because it, it's probably going to be really cool. And also, yeah. I also think that with Lawrence Fishburne, as far as that all goes, I think that it has to do with the story. I'm just going to 
Well, I think they have a new Morpheus. Like I saw him in the trailer. Right, that's what oh, I mean. They didn't that's what I'm saying. Say, oh, no, is, you're still saying is. like it is 100 a new Morpheus. He's revealed it. Yeah. Okay. But no one's te- necessarily said that Lawrence Fishburne is out of the movie. Oh, okay. They've just said there's a new Morpheus. So there's that. But that's fair enough. But the reason well, it's on is, IMDb. Let me see yeah. if he's credited. Yeah, no, he definitely is. But the reason they're saying that is because of the fact. No, that... I mean Lawrence Fishburne. Is he? No, I'm at. I'm. I'm gonna find out. Go ahead. Oh shit. I'm. I'm getting. I'm getting gotcha. Are you getting gotcha? No, 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 no. Okay, so the new guy's name is is Yaya Abdul Mateen the second. Yeah. Oh, here's why else. Also, I just saw this. I mean, I'm not. I had seen this before, and I just remembered. Christina Ricci's in it. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing with your tongue, but all right. Um, uh, anyways. Also, Ellen Holman. Look. <laughs> Look. Priyanka Chopra, dude. <laughs> not just that. Priyanka Chopra Jonas. I forgot that she married a Jonas brother. <clears throat> but it says in this, she's credited as Priyanka Chopra. Jonathan Groff. Jonathan Groff l- legit kills it in everything he does. The kid doesn't miss. He doesn't miss. Don't miss a shot. Doesn't miss. He's, on, he's in Frozen. He was in fucking this other show. <laughs> he, he, he was King George in Hamilton. Mm. He also sings some of my favorite musical theater songs on YouTube. Uh, yeah, Neil Patrick the... Harris. Oh, yeah. Just, okay, the question Jada is... Pinkett Smith is in it. The reason why you should watch it. Will right now. The French guy is back. Yeah, Lambert Wilson. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. He said that the the sequels were depressingly mediocre. The third one was depressingly mediocre. I thought the second one was actually really good. And like, remember my my, my favorite line from the French guy when he's like, "I have sampled every language in the world, and the only thing that comes close to anything is French. Yeah. It is like silk on your ass, or something like that." I was like, "All over me, all over me." I was like. I was like, whatever that came, movie came out, like what, 2002? I was, I was 12. Three. I was like, <laughs> even though I, even though I, <laughs> I was like, just starting to come. I was like, <laughs> I think, <laughs> check on Leo once you hear this guy. It's like, see if he's doing okay. Um, I just keep getting caught up in the ideas that my mind is going off on the tangents of. Are you? So you're saying it's not me? It is you. It's what you're saying that's <laughs> triggering me to go. True Lewis Caldwell. <clears throat> in period, Toby Omer. Watch. Just go watch. Chris Reed. Go watch. Go watch four. Kenny Beers. Yeah, just watch it, dude. Just, just watch, watch it. it. You don't, you don't have to not watch it. Like if you're given the choice of like, do I watch it or not watch it? Just don't choose to not watch it. Yeah, exactly. You choose. That's why you should care. There we go. All right. So I'm way deep in the credits and I don't okay. see. Yeah. You don't Fisher see Larry. Yeah. So I think it has to do with story. Bro. Bro. Huh. Never mind. I just <laughs> sorry. I was gonna ask if you were working at the dealership when the salesman named Wendell was there. No. Okay. Well, he looked just like this guy. 
but a little older probably. And Why he's, the, he's the last person credited on the Matrix as military slash SWAT uncredited, um, but it's on IMDb for some reason. <laughs> this guy worked at the dealership, <laughs> and and one of the salesman's customers was hungry and they ordered pizza. And like there was a few slices, so they decided like they're like, yeah, you can have one or whatever. So this guy Wendell thought it was like just like free range or whatever, even though no one fucking invited him for shit, and everyone thought that guy was fucking crazy. <laughs> he grabs a slice, and the, the customer was planning to eat that one. It was upset, and like the, the salesman that who was helping that customer like fucking tracked him down. I was like, what the fuck, man? That was my customer. He was like. It's not in my character to do that. <laughs> he tried to like backpedal and say some weird shit. We fucking threw him out of there. We're stealing pizza. It's a fucking crime. <laughs> what were we on? <laughs> we're on Chicken Nick's question. Know. The Matrix. Go see it. Did you have anything to add? No. <laughs> Why did you go see the Matrix? <laughs> okay. <clears throat> This next question is from Sandy Pants, Ms. Pants, uh, one of our beloved patrons, patron, Sandy. She is our patron, and she has a question that I'm going to read with a French accent right now. She says, I want you and Leo to identify and discuss your favorite comedian. Who are, who are you? Who is your favorite comedian, Leo? <laughs> what? You literally look like the Zoom froze. You're like, <laughs> oh, uh, huh. this one's tough for me, but in bro, what? Remember when we were at that black box theater in NoHo watching watching Andrew's wedding video, and I took yes. a picture of you, and you're like, to, this? yeah. Yeah, I said it to your I said it to my friend, my friend who who's Filipino. <laughs> this is making Juice laugh so much. I have this buddy that I used to work with who's Filipino, and he would always text me for like updates about the dealership, about gossip or whatever. And I was like, Yeah, we got a new GM. <laughs> and I send him the picture of Leo I just took. <laughs> and he responds, GM Filipino? This stupid Which, by the way, like, I th- I'm pretty sure I asked someone, like, he doesn't even speak to God. Like, his English is his first language. He's pretty, he's fluent. He speaks very good English. And he goes, Jim Filipino? Okay. Honestly, it's just going to be a bunch of silence. And I was just like, <laughs> trying so hard not to laugh. Or laughing so hard that we can't breathe. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um. What were we doing? What were we talking about? Sandy's question about favorite comedians. Oh yeah. Oh, um, dang it. Okay. Imagine if I just if we just told stories for every question. No, we didn't no. even answer. No. <laughs> we're not gonna do that. Like, uh, why should I see the Matrix sans Larry Fishburne? You know what that reminds me of? There's oh, this shit. guy I fucking told a cartoon once. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say Dave Chappelle. Bro, same. I love that we answered the same. He's like, he's the goat. And for a while, like, I thought I was George Carlin, but then I realized 
It's Dave Chappelle. And, and I mean, they're kind of in different eras, so that's not really fair to, to compare the two. And like, you could still put George Carlin up there, like on the on the Mount Rushmore of comedy. MMA fans love this Mount Rushmore bullshit. They're like, oh yeah, who's on the Mount Rushmore? Like Dave Chappelle and, and George Carlin are both up mm-hmm. there, dude. Yeah, Dave, uh, Dave Chappelle for me just um, has just one thing that a lot of people don't have, which is like he is a phenomenal storyteller. So like, good. I mean, it's it's crazy how good of a storyteller he is. Like, and that it's wrapped in the punchline. Like, it's so amazing. Just every time I watch some of his setups, I'm like. This is such a long, long way, but he gets it every single time because he's such a good storyteller. You're following him beat by beat. And and it's just so he just does he has the audience follow him. It's great. He's he's amazing. He's showman. And like I said, he just he just tells stories very well. Dude, in one of those Netflix specials that they released, that was like they released like two in the same week or something like that mm-hmm. from him. They were like old. They like they filmed. He filmed them like a year or two prior. And they were just coming out because they got shelled for some reason or whatever. I forget what happened. But the sto- when he on one of those dude when he's telling the story about meeting this like me these like movie producers and like one of them he was like pretty sure was gay and one of them was like a fucking Trumper or whatever like some sort of staunch Republican and he was like, all right, I got. Enough. I think he pitched he pitched a movie about a gay superhero, <laughs> and mm-hmm. the gay one was like, "Oh, that sounds very interesting," or whatever. And it was like, "Well, I don't like it. I don't like it." And he was like, "Oh, well, I have another one you might like," and he was, and he pitched another superhero when he described <laughs> the superhero as Trump. And he was like, "I got this other this other superhero where he has to get his powers from, from touching women's pussy. He just has to touch the pussy," and it was like, "Yeah." Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> he was like, the way he tells that story is so good. But but his 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 crowning achievement as far as like storytelling goes for me, like the eight forty six special that he released after the the George Floyd murder, absolute chills. Also laughed really hard, cried. That's it. Mm. He's the goat. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of comedians I do like, but um, yeah. But as far as it's hard to pick one. I mean, yeah, as far as like all time greats, like Patrice O'Neill is up there too, and like Bill Burr. <clears throat> yeah, and I love that Bill Burr has been like dunking on Rogan a lot. Yeah. Love that for him. Exactly. Um, so yeah, that ours is Dave, and <sighs> we we talked about him, so we're good. We answered yeah, the question. <laughs> You're just trying to get through with this play. You're like, I'm just... scared. I know you are. <clears throat> All right. Um, this next one is from Jen. That's Echo Mars at Jen Millsap. And I've been waiting for so long for her to join the forum. And she has. I don't think she has before. <laughs> I think this is her first time. I'll feel like a dick if it's not her first time. It definitely has been a while if she has. Um, but she's one of my favorite people online. She says, rank fighters in the order in which they would survive slash die on a deserted island or out in the wild by themselves. Who isn't making it two hours? And who is MMA's Bear grills? Well, I'll tell you who's fucking not making it. 
unfortunately. Derek Lewis. Love him to death. Like, unconditionally. There is no way <laughs> he makes it more than a couple days. Yeah, that's a good one. He is absolutely... I mean, the fucking kind of food heats, bro. Like, you can't forage for that shit. You can't fucking find <laughs> sustenance. Like, I just, I don't know. I mean, he's a tough motherfucker, like, as far as, like, his upbringing and stuff like that. So he can probably fucking figure things out and survive. But I just, like. You just don't see it. I don't have the faith. I also don't have faith in Macy Barber. Because <laughs> <laughs> this point. is a fucking Macy Barber hate podcast. <laughs> um you know who I do have faith in? Me? Fucking anyone like Clay Guida, uh, um, Chad Mendez, Gregor Gillespie, those fucking fishing motherfuckers that just like go out and fish all the time and like are always like hunting and, and doing whatever. I guess by that same note, Tim Kennedy, even though Tim Kennedy's a fucking piece of shit. Yeah. Dude. Okay. <laughs> I, I... Are you ready for mine? Yeah. Uh, for my survive, I mean, you already know what I'm going to say. <laughs> Did you hear that? Oh, no. <laughs> Bro. 100%. <laughs> Not even a little bit. I'm I'm a child, so it's fine. It was loud. I thought it was gonna be silent. Okay, okay. Onion and ketchup. <laughs> What's the um? Oh yeah. Oh, G- <laughs> Jerry, bro. Hmm. Survive. Yes, a hundred percent. For second, you were gonna say Justin Kish. No, I mean she would die. I mean definitely, she'd be the first one. First one, shitty. We said we said talking about her. Unless it's relevant, which this obviously is. Keep going. She's like, okay, I can do this. Okay, everybody can. Dude, bro, imagine naked and afraid MMA edition. We they usually do a guy and a girl, Je- Justine this. and Yuri. Oh my god! Yuri's like, okay, I'm going to grab some rocks and sticks, and we're going to make a fire, and I'm going to put everything together. And here we go. Just gotta take out the fucking flint that I keep in this little ponytail thing, and we're gonna make this fire right now. He just always carries like flint and steel, <laughs> like make a fire. He's like, okay, I just gotta get some dry, some some dry branches. Justine is like, okay, I want to find some bugs to eat she just eats them trips on a rock oh god lands on a fallen stump <laughs> just hits her and she just shits herself we said we would stop I think you said you would stop huh? Okay, and that was the Friendly Sparring Podcast. Uh, no, um, yeah. uh, okay. Who would fucking survive? Okay, who, who would, did you, you already say who would die, which is Macy Barber, right? Yeah, I think I also said Derek Lewis. Oh, yeah. 
And then who would survive for you? Oh, uh, whatever I said wasn't as good as yours, <laughs> as Yuri. Although I did say a ton. I said, uh, Tim Keddy's trifling ass. I said, oh, yeah, the ship, the, the, I said, anyone that fucking fish, yeah, fucking Chad Mendez and fucking Clay Guida and fucking Gregor Gillespie. And, yeah, yeah, got it, got it. Yeah. Okay. So then my, my die would be, um, I think I said Conor McGregor, but no, that would have been for the other one. <laughs> Conor McGregor's rich as shit. He would not have survived out there. He'd be like, it's true. I can't even do Conor McGregor anymore. Don't uh, do it. I don't know if I can. Let me see. Oh, wow. Well. Trying to find some food out here. <laughs> <laughs> some food. <laughs> you know, he always does the weird, like, use out thing. <laughs> I got a spear. I got the left hand shot. A bear comes. He's like, you'll do nothing. You'll do nothing. <laughs> and the bear's like, <sighs> just eat some. Let's see what you got, bear. Let's see what you got. You'll do nothing. Okay. That's good. I don't think I've ever wiped my eyes this much. Oh, ever. Yeah, ever. Uh, thank you, Jen, for that amazing, amazing question. Um, uh, this is from at underscore STD underscore. He says, how sad are we about Holyfield versus Vitor and Anderson versus Tito Ortiz? First of all, I'm not sad about it. I'm sad. I'm sad about uh, Holyfield and Vitor. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. I mean, is 58 years old, uh, Holyfield. Mm. And did you see the interview where he's like slow, like talking very slow and like st- sort of stumbling with his words? I don't know if he's actually slurring his speech, but like he he wanted to say three words. Uh, or wait, does he know about wait six words? Basically, took him 15 seconds. He's like, first he's going, first he's going. He's like, I thought he was, you know, people fight De La Hoya. And then, uh, you know, this is me. I'm like, me? Don't, do you know, does, does he, does he, does he know how weight classes work or whatever? Took him 15 seconds. No, he should not be fighting. No, he cannot win this fight. Even if he does, it's a fucking mistake. He's going to get hit in the head by angry Vitor on all the drugs. Uh, I'm happy about Anderson Silva knocking Tito Ortiz the fuck out, but bro, that's a fucking shit show. Yeah, totally. It's, yeah, I feel I feel incredibly sorry for, for Holyfield. I mean, pads, the whole thing, all the all the videos of everything. Someone says it's just... he should be fighting Stephen A. Smith. And I said, <laughs> hey, that's the only fight I think is a winnable fight for him <laughs> right now. It's a good thriller fight. It's a great thriller fight. Yeah, hey, that's true. Stephen A. Smith versus Max Kellerman. If Triller really wants, I'm going to tweet that right now. I'm going to at tw- Triller. <laughs> oh my God, this tweet's about to go off. I'm, I'm so excited. Right the fuck now. I hope this becomes a thing. I want it to become a thing so bad. 
We're about to go viral, Leo. <laughs> Let's do it. Hit it. Oh, shit. Um, Stephen A. Smith versus Max Kellerman is the fight to make. Oh, wow. Okay. So uh, it'll probably get five likes. Um, but I'm still so excited. Yeah, I'm so excited for it to get five likes. Um, what was the question? <laughs> Where were we? Um, how do we? Oh, it was STD. Uh, do you have any more thoughts on that shit show fight? No. Okay. Uh, oh, now it's in a different order. And now I don't. Okay, here we are. Um, his question was he had a second question. He said, Will the influx of former WWE talent into AEW push some of their own homegrown talent to the back? Ooh, this is a great question. I don't know if you're apt to answer this question, Leo. There's a new game in town for professional wrestling. It's called All Elite Wrestling, AEW. I'm and, uh, Chris Jericho is like the main signing that they first got. And he's been kind of like their face for a while. And then they, mm-hmm. they uh, fucking created this guy. I mean, that created I me. Mean, he was big on the indie scene. Like if you really know indie wrestling, I don't, but I just, I see, I see it from the outside on Twitter. Like he, this motherfucker, Orange Cassidy, wrestles with his hands in his pockets. And he is fucking the best thing yeah, in I've professional seen him. wrestling yeah, he's right now. He's the best thing in professional wrestling. I have to... Um, uh, uh, I mean, I think a problem with like an organization like um, AEW being owned by Chris Jericho. I don't think he owns them. I think he just got signed by them. I think it's like a rich-ass family that owns them. Like, these like, oh, right, billionaires. Right. <sighs> okay, well. Well, then my argument is stupid. Um... But go on. Let's say that is true. I, well, no, I just he, think, I think that he's an it, investor. I don't know. No, I think any crowd draw from like older wrestlers is just, yeah, it is gonna, it is gonna kind of shorten out the, um, the homegrown talent that's coming from from them originally, like who got signed originally. But the cream always rises to the top, <laughs> and that <laughs> is factually true. All right. So thank you, Ric Flair. Just so, woo! Just so we know. <laughs> um, so you know, you know, talk about the four horsemen, just a big wrestling fan over here. Number one. Here we are. Uh, so um so yeah, uh like I said, the cream always rises to the top, you know. I mean, how how could mankind go through 19 different names and still <laughs> and people are like this motherfucker, like, oh that's not him anymore. That's fucking dude love. And you're like, what? The fuck? Okay. Is that real? Yes. <laughs> then stop. That's not real. Then you come back. They come back. Oh, I thought I beat you. No, no, that's a different guy. This mankind. <laughs> what the fuck? Are you... What do you mean? Okay. Why is he putting his hand in my goddamn mouth? What kind of fucking gimmick is that? What kind of fucking leather? You mean he's, I'm supposed to put my mouth around leather and he throws it? What a stupid. I'm going to beat him. I'm going to whip his ass. Okay, cool. Two years later, didn't I already? Mick Foley. What the? <laughs> God <laughs> fucking damn it. Anyways, that was my Foley, stupid ass joke about fucking WWE wrestlers and, and all the um, 90s wrestlers' names I knew. So right. I do want to le- give this a legit answer for a second. Shout out Razor Ramon. Yeah, shout out Razor Ramon. Shut I up, do think- Kevin Nash. Shut up. 
also known as Diesel, also known as uh, Big Big Daddy Sexy or something like that. Big Sexy, I think that's Triple H. No, Triple Triple. Oh uh, no, mm. fuck. Diesel was. Mm-hmm. I don't I'm going to type in wrestler. But why don't you look it up while I give my answer? Because I have a, hey, I have go a on, answer. Go go I ahead. think the business model of AEW has been to sort of play off the nostalgia of old wrestling fans. They've, been, they've hired all these like big names. They just signed CM Punk. They just signed uh, fucking uh, someone else from WWE. People like have been getting cut. They've been going over the AEW and they already did sign like Chris Jericho. They brought Sting back. Like, They've been doing a lot of shit for old wrestling fans. They have to know at some point that um, uh, business model only goes so far. Like that's a very finite thing. Like there is a time limit on that. So you have to focus on the homegrown talent at some point. And I do think that they kind of know what they're doing in that regard. Oh, uh, Daniel Bryan is the other guy, which so fucking weird how WWE sometimes owns people's names. I mean, I don't know if Daniel Bryan is his real name, but his name in AEW is Brian Danielson. Mm. <laughs> it's like mankind. It was like, oh, just this kind man. Uh, Kevin Nash, Big Daddy Cool. Oh, Big Daddy Cool, yeah. Who's Big Sexy? Is it Triple H? Like I thought. Let's see. Motherfucker, I'm going to look it up so quick. <laughs> Big Sexy... Oh. Wrestler. Oh, I just got I just got HHH big ass w, WWE hot guys. And then oh, I also, also got said Kevin Nash. Oh, did it? Oh from Detroit, <laughs> Michigan. Rhino's probably angry texting me right now. You don't know who fucking big daddy sexy is, Kevin Nash. Anyway, big dude. sexy Kevin Nash. Big sexy. I, I remember something like that. Some yeah, his name being that. Yeah. Mm. All right. <clears throat> All right. This next question is from another wrestling fan. As a matter of fact, before this, her nickname used to say, Ashley is all elite mm. for all elite wrestling, AW. But now it says, Silly Little Pumpkin Spice. And it's at Silly Little Podcast. Oh, Ashley, this is my twin. She said, if you had to choose a song from a musical to be your walk-up music, which song would you pick? And then she says, also, what's your go-to snack when you get the munchies? All right. I have to give my song first. The best song. That is a legit banger oh. for fucking walkout songs. I know. Like, this should work anyway. Like, not just on, like, the best choice for this question. Like, it's just quite your, my shot from Hamilton. You're going to say that. Original or the mixtape? Any. Any. Well, I knew you were going to say that. Musical if it's the mixtape, but that still counts, kind of. It's, yeah. I'd count it. Um, I think I had another good one. Oh, from Fiddler. Damn. If I were a rich man. That was going to be my choice. What is it going to be? Oh, shit, dude. It really was. I No, I bet. If I was a rich man. 
Bitty, and I would, bitty, and I would be, oh. I would be, like, if be I was a UFC fighter, I would be full costume. <laughs> I'm talking full beard, full tummy, big hat, trousers, overalls, and just come out dancing right to that song. Yeah. <laughs> Will somebody get that fat fucking fiddler off the roof? <laughs> what the fuck did I, I know just say? it's not so bad being poor, but it's no great honor either. <laughs> Could I have just been a bitty bitty rich? Oh my god, actually. You guys should go listen to her podcast, silly little podcast. And oh snack. I feel like I had another one. Snack. Oh, musical, musical. Musical. Um like sometimes I feel like it would be great to do like a troll one kind of. Yeah. Like you know how like well, it's not, I don't know if he's but like when Tai Tuivasa walks out to fucking Spice Girls or Tom yep. Lawler walks out to fucking uh, Like a Prayer from Madonna. I will walk out to, there's a song from Evita when it's like, I think it's called Rainbow High. They're doing the like tour and she's like, I gotta be rainbow high. They need to adore me. So Christian Dior me. <laughs> uh, Good troll. Or the fucking, there's another song from that show. High Flying Adored. I'm High Flying Adored right now. Maybe that should be the name of this fucking. High Flying Adored. High Flying Adored. Um, or someone walked out from Trouble from Music Man. You got Trouble. Right here in River City. With a capital T and that rhymes for P and that stands for Pool. Uh, all right. What's also, there's, there's legit a uh, musical that was made about the movie Rocky. <laughs> so I feel like there's probably some songs in there, but I fucking hated that musical. So yeah. uh, I, I didn't want, like, I just hated the existence of it. So I didn't even listen to it. Mm. I, like, I heard one song that came on the radio once. It was like Rocky Marciano. I was like, nope. Bye. You know what? <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, <clears throat> I'm gonna pick uh, Dear Evan Hansen. Any <laughs> any song from that thing, just because whenever I walk out, people know I'm a piece of shit. Waving <laughs> through a window. <laughs> <laughs> just walking to that sad ass shit. All right. That sad ass shit. Have you ever felt like nobody was there? <laughs> um <clears throat> she also says what's your go-to snack when you get the munchies uh i like to do different creations mm. i like to uh, don't i know it i like to make tater tots and put teriyaki sauce on them i like to fucking put peanut butter and ice cream these are good answers. And not even like 
you know, like, oh, peanut butter and chocolate, like it goes together. I'll do it with cookies and cream ice cream. Bro. He doesn't give a damn. I don't give a good goddamn. When he's high, he fucking loves it. I um, <sighs> honestly, it's usually it's usually I'll make I'll make myself some some fucking nachos, or I'll have like hummus too. I'll have chips oh, and hummus. Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. I don't have anything like that here. It sucks. Actually, my munchie is um. Actually, it's not a munchie. It's it's actually the best thing I ever had high. It was an invention from my from my ex. Greatest thing you could ever possibly have. Hi, I'm I am not kidding you. <laughs> All right, so he's not kidding. I'm not going. kidding. So you get hot dog, hot dog bun. All right, make sure they're King's Hawaiian rolls. Right, make sure of that. Put the dog in the bun. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Put Make the sure dog, that. Yeah. Put the dog in the bun. Here's where things get interesting. <laughs> Mustard. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> shit. Fuck you. And if you feel a little spicy, maybe add some relish. <laughs> like, okay. what are you so, fucking... It's actually jalapeno mustard. Honestly, guys, wait for this. Your favorite potato salad. On top of that, on top of the dog. Jalapeno. Miss Vicky's jalapeno potato chips on top of that. And enjoy. Guys, my God, let me tell you something. One of the greatest things I've ever had in my entire life. I still think about it to this day. Uh, they're amazing. So if that, that that could be my munchie, that's my munchie. And if not, Cheetos. Okay, dude, you have no idea how much you love that you said hot dog because for summer, Ash did like a little thing where she um, like made a hot dog for like every week or something. Ooh. Let me scroll through some of these. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, this is different angles of the same one, actually. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's week, week, week 13, the Seattle dog. It says, the dog is a pull of sausage from Bar's Foods. Put whipped cream cheese on the bun and topped it with slop, slap your mama seasoned grilled onions and garden peppers and candied jalapenos. Mm. It's, got that, it's got that fucking sloppy mama sauce on it. Slop, slap your mama. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I'm trying to find another one. She posted a few. She went all in. Okay. Truffle Tuesday. Oh, here's another one. Here's another one. Sonoran. I just burped. Sonoran nice. hot dogs. Obviously, we just heard you. That, bro. It looks delicious. I was hey. saying, I don't eat hot dogs and I've never eaten one in my life. <laughs> you put a fucking carrot dog on that? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Also, my reaction to her hot dog, same reaction that 12 year old me had in the Matrix. <laughs> And then when the French guy was like, French is like silk on your ass. And I was like, mm. <laughs> same reaction as that hot dog. Dude. <laughs> Wait, here's one that's not a video, so you can see. Okay, I got Let me it. read the post. Week 12, Sonoran hot dog. The dog is a Frank from original Nathan Franks. And I wrapped in bacon. I put refried beans on the bun. 
I feel like I feel like Troy. Troy <laughs> with, the, with the fucking cookie recipe, like <laughs> the dog is a Frank that I wrapped in bacon. I put refried beans on the bun and then topped the hot dog with guacamole, pico de gallo, and hatched chilies. Oh yeah. <laughs> I never heard of Sonoran hot dogs until last month when a friend of mine suggested that I add it to my hot dog similars. I added them immediately after looking them up. And now that I've tried it, I can see where they're so popular down south because they are amazing. Not to toot my own horn, I tried a new refried beans recipe and made my own guacamole and both of them were delicious. So I'd like to think that helped contribute to how awesome the dish turned out. But really, this combo of ingredients are magical despite my contribution. 11 out of 10, Ashley. Yeah. Um, wow. Such a great, such a great question. <laughs> okay, we are an hour and a half in. <laughs> Just checking on time. Okay. Uh, let's see. Marley sent in several. This is the first Marley question. This is from uh, at Marley Hall. Oh uh, yeah. She says, which used to, which a few weeks ago was Mar Mar Superstar. Mm-hmm. Um. She says, please or define. Oh, that's a typo. Please define the sexual basis as they have evolved which like okay it took me a fair. second i was like what basis and th- by the way this is sober me even looking at this question i was like basis like 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 wrestling is the best base for mma like that so like uh, i was like what's the best base for sex is that what you're asking by the way the answer is being french 27 okay i got it i I hate Um, that for you but anyway i know you hate it for me uh but no it's like you know got to first base got to second Second base base, third base base. what what do you think the bases are leo okay this is way too much dead space no yeah sorry about that uh (laughs) go on just your your, your, yours First base, making out. Just, right. just, just old, just a good old junior high makeout sesh. Uh huh. Second base. Oh. Hands. Grabbing the titties. The hands. <clears throat> Third base, oral. Right. Yeah. And then when you're rounding third, you do a reach around. Exactly. No. no um, and then home run. P and the B. P and the B. Or P. Or, or, or P and a, on the P. Or a P in the bottom. Or a P in a B. Yeah, or, a, or a P in a B. <laughs> or, a, or a V in a V. Yep. I'm going to be super inclusive here. Yeah, we're being all the inclusives. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, I think yeah, it's yeah, it's making out first base. I would say second base is actually hand boobs, but also like you know, fingering and hand jobs. It could be, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this just in, it could be. <laughs> Breaking news. It could be. <laughs> Back to you, Leo. And then yeah, third base would be oral, and then um that home run would be the Sweet and a tap tap pie, and then when when it goes out of the park, that's anal. 
Uh, <laughs> any of you baseball fans chime in? Let me know. That's can I say something? Did. That's that's actually not being inclusive. That's being exclusive. How is that being exclusive? Because you're like, oh, home, only people that get a fucking out of the park get the fucking the ass. <laughs> no, like when they when they have a home run that knocks it out of the park. That's like better than a home run. That's just, what are you talking about? What is this? Like that? Don't tell me. What is this? Don't say I'm being exclusive. (laughs) By the way, it's not the word for that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, canceling. Yeah. Well, here we are. Here we. (laughs) Yeah, here we are. Um. Well, where are we at? What's question? She, she said, if you had to procreate with a fighter, oh yeah. Assume men can get pregnant. Which fighter would you choose? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Procreate when I read it, I was like, Yeah, that makes sense. And then I was like, like Wait, who would have the coolest kid? Are allowed to choose any women? No, we're allowed. Um, we? It's just like, Who do you think would have the coolest kid? Mm. Uh, well, for me, it's absolutely Israel Adesanya. I like that. That's cut and dry for you, huh? Pretty cut and dry. Honestly, I'd say uh, Dustin Poirier. Yeah. Let me get. Let me get. I mean, he seems like a cool guy of <laughs> childhood. Yeah. Uh, him or him or Max Holloway, because then for for Can like I Max Joe Lee Poirier, because hi. Hey, let's go. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> let's round them up. All right, I'm, I'm now I'm saying stupid stuff. So, uh, yeah, so that would be for a third. They look like they would be looking for a third. So don't you know? Don't catch the chickens before they hatch. Yeah, well, I'm gonna count them. <laughs> now that you said that, and I'm right. gonna hatch them myself. And then she have one more question. She had at least one more. Uh, oh, she said, "What is your prized possession. possession? What's the most thing, the most expensive thing you have broken?" Oh, these are several questions. They're just in the same tweet. So the first is, "What is your prized possession?" Um, to be honest, I don't know that I have one. Yeah, like a like a thing you like really, really. The only thing, like if if like if some reason it's like my house was on fire. And I and I had to save things like as much as I could. I'm not. I'm not gonna. Say, I'm not gonna put myself in that position of like saying I haven't saved one thing. Get my wife out of there, and our four cats, and anything else can fucking burn. Okay, <laughs> circumstantially, what if you had like a couple more seconds? <laughs> I mean, obviously, I'm gonna get as much as I can out. <laughs> Yeah, but like, but what's the one thing you definitely would be like? Can't forget that. Uh, probably the fire extinguisher. Ladies and gentlemen, that was friendly spark <laughs> podcast. Have a good night. Yeah, have a good night. Um, legit though, it's a requirement for um New Jersey apartments. To have- oh, <laughs> we have to have fire extinguishers. Okay, I'm talking about 
But I'm talking about a prize position. What if what if the what if the four cats oh, and Kate uh, were yelling at you outside of the fire like my, you, my wedding you ring? Get, get one more thing. Actually, that probably is my prize position right now. It's my wedding ring because yeah, but what if it's already on? <laughs> no, actually, here's a sad story. Your boy gained weight. It doesn't fit. It does not fit. Size, so bro. I don't wear. Which is why I can't resize it. First of all, I yo-yo, so it would have to be resized multiple times anyway. Like if I if I decide to do right, it now, right. like it wouldn't, you know what I mean? Um, it's my grandfather's. Oh, and it's platinum, and that's a very hard metal to like do that. There was a certain point they had they had to like when they resized it, they had to like use a certain point where it had already been resized before. Otherwise they couldn't have done it. And they right. told me that don't resize it again. Basically. I see. So good price position. Yeah. That's actually, that's, that's probably, that's probably it. I would say, um, what about yours? What thing? I'm just trying to think of what thing. Did you just put me through the fucking ringer? <laughs> like you didn't have, yeah, because, well, because you said, you said the, the, what do you call it? Wife and, cats and i was like there's gotta be something i'm trying to think of the thing that i i like would be like oh i can't forget that you know honestly like the normal checklist like the wallet cell phone keys <laughs> i'm not i'm not joking I'm, I'm really not here's why i got pictures of oliver in my wallet my credit cards stuff like that um on my phone, I have all my contact information, pictures, you know what I mean, like all that yeah. stuff, and then my key so I can get the fuck out of there. So, yeah, can't really think of like everything else. Would be like, okay, but those those things, um, have a lot of my life in them. So, I can't really like. Yeah, I had a couple of things, but like, I feel pretty bad if I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how bad I'd feel if a lot of that stuff went away. So it's just like, eh. So the normal right. checklist is what I'm saying. Right. Um, she also says, what's the most expensive thing you have broken? For me, when we first moved into 318, you weren't there yet. You were still in Texas. Or you may have helped the move in or whatever, but then you didn't live there. I, yeah. you, I know you went to Texas. Um, my parents got us like a, a couch that was almost 10 feet long. And not a sectional, not a chaise, straight 10 feet long. And it was, it was nine feet and three quarters. And we tried to to wiggle it in the um, into the door, into the elevator, and it wouldn't fit. And when we were trying to push it in through a certain angle, the wall in the near the leasing office had a mirror and it had like a beveled edge that the corner of the couch pushed in there and fucking broke the mirror like we we got a wedge in there and when we tried to pull it out it went cracked the whole fucking mirror and i did had to replace that whole mirrored wall wow yeah what a great story it was i i don't know how much it was i didn't know it was a fucking lot <laughs> hmm. so what's yours leo Um, broken. Uh, <clears throat> when I was a kid, I 
uh, me and my friend um, somehow had access to an abandoned house. Wow, this sounds really strange. Um, <clears throat> there was like a car parked out. It looked like no one lived there, but um, I don't know how we got on the property, but pretty much we started throwing <laughs> throwing rocks at a, at a camper top that was laying on the ground and we broke through the, the roof of that. And I don't know. Wow. Now it's starting to sound like a dream at this point. Cause I'm about to tell you like a cop talked to me, my friend, and we're not <laughs> old. We're young, dude. We're like maybe seven and eight years old. And the cop was like, well, don't do that again. And we're like, what the fuck is going on? Like, what are you re-? anyway? Um, that's probably the most expensive thing was the camper top when I was a kid. <laughs> oh, amazing. Yeah, weird, uh, weird story. Weird, very weird story. Chef uh, says, do you have a work wife slash husband? Um, I just started a new job. So, no. Uh, and all, all I did at my old job. You know what? All the ladies at my old job were my work wife. <laughs> as, as stupid as it sounds. <laughs> Why did you put on that voice, Leo? I don't know. It was really weird. That was really weird why I even did that. I'm doing it now. I don't know why I'm doing it now. Yeah, this is kind of unrelated, but <laughs> it made me think of this tweet I saw earlier today. It was like the most fucking out of nowhere tweet of all time. It was like no no musician has gotten more ladies than Conway Twitty. Or something like that. It was like Conway Twitty has has never been responsible for more. God, I gotta find this fucking dumbass tweet. It was funny, uh, and yeah, here here it is. And I said, oh, here's this. There's never been an artist that their lyrics have seduced more women than the one and only Conway Twitty. <laughs> bomb, bomb, bomb. added the bum 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 and then when he said that i was like because he's a very unfortunate looking man i do have to say that myself conway twitty is right but he has written some good songs if you like country and i commented that his song i'd love to lay you down still slaps and hey that song fucking slaps have you heard that song no he's like there's a lot of ways of saying what i want to say to you there are songs and poems and promises and dreams that might come true well i won't talk of starry skies or moonlight on the ground i'll just come right out and tell you oh i'd love to lay you down Lay you down and softly whisper pretty love words in your ear. Lay you down and tell you all the things a woman loves to hear. Tell you just how much I love having you around. Oh, darling, how I love to lay you down. Lay you down. Oh, that song is so good, dude. Don't tell me it's not. Amen. Amen. You know what the worst song in all of country music is? 
who's also the worst artist in all of country music is fucking Randy Travis. Mm. This is the most redneck name of all time. It's like, <laughs> well, I'm going to love you forever and ever, forever and ever. Amen. <laughs> oh, so dumb. Where were we? <laughs> uh, work wife. Mar- and I think yeah, yeah. the last thing is. Um, um, what nicknames. has your family nicknamed you? My mom. And she still calls me this to this day. She swears that my first word, and it, like what it was like a nonsense word, but it was like very intelligible or whatever. She says that I said, "Mookie do." That's it. Mookie do, and calls me that to this day. Related to Scooby Doo, you knew it very much. So whenever I see like <laughs> mix the man have his name is like mixed to do do, I'm like, hey man, can relate. <laughs> um honestly my family just calls me a little bitch all the time <laughs> oh that was great dude they just decided to nickname me little bitch <laughs> little bitch no they actually don't nickname me they only call me by my name uh your dad calls you mijo yeah, but which isn't like a nickname, but it's definitely not a nickname because nobody else calls me that. Hey, that's a that's a definition of a nickname. <laughs> well, I feel it's one division. No, Sometimes it's you not. have a nickname for someone that no one else calls them. That's that's <laughs> totally fine. <laughs> like if you're in a relationship with someone and they call you Pookie Bear and like that's their name for you, no one else is fucking calling you that. I mean, I guess that's nice true. A nickname. Well, I guess it might be a pet name. Yeah, that's um yeah it literally just means my son so whatever yeah yeah exactly my anyway doesn't even call me mijo oh shit just kidding he does sometimes every now and then or he'll say mijo amado or he'll say no mommy's way (laughs) (laughs) all right um yeah no i'm done yeah okay great um this next one is from struggleface the god at struggleface tom i think yeah mm-hmm. i look at my phone doesn't always show me the at um he says how did you both start getting into acting also your favorite actors and why is it tom hardy Mm. I love when people ask a question and answer it. Answer it. Yeah. Um, I got into acting. The first thing I ever did uh, on stage when I was eight years old, they uh, they uh, they put together this like little skit that some of the teachers wrote, and it was like storybook kind of. And I was one of the three blind mice. And it was me and like two of my friends came out. We came out with the fucking glasses and the fucking leather jackets. And and I was like, I know you're out there. I can hear you breathing. And everyone laughed. And then later that year, I did Taming of the Shrew. This is a Shakespeare play. And I was like, this shit is the best. I'm going to always do this. Yep. Love it. So never looked back yeah i never looked back but fucking knowing that the mice had 
sunglasses, and leather jackets on. <laughs> I love that story. And honestly, Tom Hardy is a really good actor. He's amazing. It's hard for me to pick a favorite actor. Like, I feel like when you study acting, I don't get, I don't want to sound too much like a fucking like idiot or whatever. But like when you study acting, like a fucking what's the word I'm looking for? I don't, I don't want to sound like a pretentious cock. That's what I'm trying to say. That's okay. Like I feel like you appreciate the craft so much that like yeah, we you know see, that. Like you know, b- beauty in all different actors or whatever. Hundred like, percent. Not all of them, but more like you know, like what I do when I was like before I started studying acting. I didn't think Keanu Reeves was a good actor. Like I thought he was just like too like intense or whatever. Uh-huh. And then I yeah. realized, oh, he's actually really fucking good. You know what I yeah. mean? Well, still bad, but yeah, yeah, he's kind of good. No, he's good. Hmm. Yeah. We gonna fight? So is Keanu your favorite? Why well, could be? No, you know, actually, <laughs> you know who is one of my favorite actors? Yeah. Brendan Fraser. Yeah, he's amazing. He can fucking do anything. From fucking yeah. George of the Jungle, Airheads, was in fucking uh, this movie called Now and Then, where he played like this like vet, like what, weird with I don't know, just like a movie from the nineties or whatever, the eighties and nineties. <laughs> you gave up on that so hard. And there's like an absolute sex symbol, and then there's that movie Bedazzled. Yeah, you also absolutely ditched that. That was show. amazing. Yeah. Uh okay, so Brandon Fraser. Yeah, and if you're out here making fat Brandon Fraser jokes because now he's he's let himself go and he had depression <laughs> and spot surgery, fuck you, you ain't shit. True, you ain't. Also, I forgive you, so don't feel that I attack you, but never fucking do it again. <laughs> um I guess for me, uh I, I just got started with my um yeah, with my sister in college. Um, I'm sorry, my sister when she was in college, uh, would come home during the summers because she, uh, she went to Berkeley in California and we lived in Texas. And when she would come home uh, during the summer break, she would bring a video camera and we would all just kind of reenact scenes from uh, movies we had watched. And when I was, uh, this was around, I want to say from the age of like two to like five maybe five or four, five or six. Um, so this would happen kind of during those summer months. And I just started like liking that more. And I finally did my first play in high school. And then that was it. It just kind of floated away from there. And now, you know, I'm, I'm here feeling pretty good about the future of it. So what was your first play in high school? Uh, oh, in high school. Um, she, Oh, the first one I was in was in Medea nice. in high school, but I was like a, like a lowly soldier. Which I would say, if anyone doesn't know, that's a Greek play. Yeah. Not the Tyler Perry movies. I mean, it could have been, it was a bunch of Tyler Perry movies put together. Um, no, but uh, yeah, that's probably like the first, first experience, but I don't know. It Acting is amazing. And as far as actors go, yeah, I mean, Tom Hardy's a good one. Tom Hardy's a great one. He's a great one, but uh, I mean, also for like me, De Niro doesn't get enough respect, like because he's so no, like a character amazing. and like he's a caricature amazing. of himself, or like Walken, those guys. Everyone yeah. like memes him and like does impressions, you know. Yeah. But like, literally, the fucking craft is yeah. 
that they've unbelievable that they've done that they put in yeah 100 percent. you and i both know that the body their body work together is just phenomenal but with that being said um i i just really like uh uh andrew scott i think he's amazing he was in um sherlock uh he played moriarty and he was in um uh he was in fleabag if you ever watched fleabag he's the uh, priest in the okay. second season he's an amazing amazing actor you know what uh, you're reminding me of mm. yusuf gatewood this gentleman was on a on a show called the originals that's a spin-off of the vampire diaries mm-hmm. he fucking nailed it and then what most people would know him from he was in the second season of umbrella academy he oh. was allison's husband when they go back and they're like working with like megra evers or whatever you know mm. what I mean? No. Did you watch Umbrella Academy? No. Bro, fix it. What are fix you doing? It. Talking to me. <laughs> anyway, Yusuf that's... Gatewood. Let me look him up. See if you know him. Uh, uh, yeah. So that's that's my yeah. Andrew Scott's my guy. Look him up. Jamie. He's amazing. He was also in a movie that I think you should watch called Pride, and it's about the um, uh, a coal mining town going on strike, I believe. I think, and the no, I don't know okay. who the who that is. He was in. Also, thanks for showing me that because I was about to describe the plot of that movie very wrong. So, yeah. thanks for getting me out of that one. He was in Umbrella Academy. He was in Jacob's Ladder. Mm. He was in Good Omens. The originals, like I said, seventy-one episodes of that. Wow. Uh, he was in Barbershop: The Next Cut. He was Let's in see. Sweet Surrender. He was in House at the End of the Drive. He was in an episode of Lincoln Heights. He's in a movie called Mask of the Ninja. Uh, he did an episode of CSI Miami. <laughs> and the regular CSI as well, actually. <laughs> a man of very many traits, I see. Yeah. A man of very many yeah. CSIs, I get it. And he was in Law, Law and Order CI, Criminal Intent. Okay. And yeah, that's it. All right. He's very fucking talented, this guy. Good. Well, those are our answers. What's our next what is our next question? Um, it's actually from Dan Tom, who is one oh, of yeah. the best MMA analysts in the business today, hosts a great podcast called the Protect Your Neck Podcast. Uh, he's been on Best Camp of My Life with Fernando Preches twice. Yeah, he was just on a second time, and is he fucking killed it? And it was such an amazing chat with two of my favorite people. And um, I just gotta say, if you're an MMA promotion listening to this, hire Dan Tom as your commentator. He would fucking kill it. The guy has legit acting chops. He trained with the guy that trained at uh, Adrian Brody, uh, and. He's also a lifelong martial artist. Like I noticed his shit. He's like a like a fucking. He's like a Paul Felder minus. Uh, Dan had had some amateur fights, I believe. I don't know if he ever fought pro. Um, yeah, fucking hire Dan Tom. I think Campbell McLaren listens to my show. He he listens to it sometimes. He's definitely listened to it at least once because he sent a question to the forum. <laughs> um, hire Dan Tom. Come on, yeah. stop not hiring Dan Tom. He says, what's your top three fighter doppelganger combos? 
every time I see Stipe Miocic, I see Vigo Mortensen. <laughs> Which is an interesting one, by the way. At first, I was like thinking of Lord of the Rings Vigo, and I was like, what is he smoking? And then I remembered like Green Book Vigo and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, do you think Sean Strickland looks a little bit like Jack Johnson? <laughs> no, no, no. What about no. what about Guy Pierce if he shaved his head? Yes. Yeah, that's okay. That was what I was thinking. Um, so that's one. Um, another one. These are so. Oh, I know. Gina Mazzani looks just like Elizabeth Reeser. And bro, I posted it to the timeline, and it's clear as day to me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is the same people. And a matter of fact, I wanted to make the I think you should leave me. I'm like, is this the same woman? Oh, uh, well, it's the same actress. I don't know. <laughs> I, right. I, I have those screenshots queued up, and I've been waiting. I've been waiting. But I already made the Gina tweet, so I don't know if it's – but I po- I posted it to the timeline, and no one else could see it. Maybe one or two people were like, oh, yeah, I could see it. Some of them were like, no, absolutely not. And I was like, well, I picked a picture of Gina with purple hair, and obviously Elizabeth doesn't have purple hair. And they're like, no, even if you get past that, I can look past that. What do you think? No, you're stupid. And I was like, hey, you're stupid. Anyways, Gina Mazzani looks exactly like Brian Killer. Did I say Brian Keller? I meant Elizabeth Reeser. My next one, I was thinking of Brian Keller. Uh, Brian Kelleher and Chet Hanks. Yes. Wait, here's another one. Luke Rockhold and Justin Hartley. Uh, yeah. Wait. I had another one that was on the tip of my tongue, tip of my high brain. Pull it out, pull it out, pull it out. Uh, Yuri, Yuri Prohaska, uh, yeah. Chris Hemsworth. Yes. Ah. Um, well, I took uh, a lot of the good ones. No, it's okay. I'm going to say um, Leon Edwards is Richard Scary. <laughs> I should have been waiting for it too. Yeah, there's like shitting grit on your face. I was like, what is he about to say? Like, oh, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, that was just scary. Yeah, well, uh, if you guys haven't seen the comparison, mm-hmm. you should definitely take a look. <laughs> um, Charles Oliveira, too, Loki. Yeah. Oh, um, talking about doppelgangers, fucking Charles Oliveira and fucking Tony Ferguson. Stop! Leo's been trying to prepare tweet this for the longest time. When they were fighting, he would send me the, like images. Of them, I, like, pu- I tweeted it, and he was like, "This is the same person." I was like, "No, it's not." Yeah, but definitely, they look way too much alike. Oh, oh here's one: Warley Alves and Ali Abdelaziz. Uh. Hold on. You pull up a picture of, of Ali Abdelaziz. 
I'll pull up a picture of Worley Alves and we'll put them side by side on the Zoom. Let's fucking settle this once and for all. What is Will's name? Oh, here it is. I got it. It's right here. Oh, wait. This one has a, he has a beard. Wait, here's one without a beard. Yeah, it's pretty close. Get in focus. You see? Yeah. Yeah. If you're not if you're not on Patreon, guess what? Can't see it. Yeah, can't see it. Uh where are we at? Where are we at? Uh oh, shit. <laughs> we just read Dan Tom Swiston. So shout out to Dan Tom. Oh yeah. He's the man. Um, and it's at Dan Tom MMA, so go give him a follow. He will enrich your timeline. He's also, he's the one that I've quoted. I've quoted him before. He's the one that had the Marvin Vittori story about Marvin Vittori going in the fucking back of that Italian restaurant and cooking in the fucking. Yeah. Bro, that's wild. That's wild. Oh, wild. And I got that from Dan Tom. Um, and then Callum sent in a question. He said, question too long, note screenshot for the boys. Okay, here's the note screenshot. I'm ready. I got it. Oh, do you? Not right here. So go, oh, go ahead, Leo. After uh, a lot of deliberation, I present to you the only question I can come up with. If you could choose any two video game characters to have the most entertaining MMA fight, which characters would you pick and why? The only caveat is that you can't pick any characters from a fighting game. For example, you can't pick anyone from Tekken, Street Fighter, etc. If you guys don't play video games, just pick any non-fighter fictional character. Oh no, we play most. Games. Yeah, most entertaining. Oh, so who would have the most entertaining MMA fight? Yeah, I, I think love. my answer still applies. I, I think I'm still going to go with this one. Excited to hear yours. Kratos from God of War. Uh huh. Love it. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Versus Snake Plissken from Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, I think that that would be pretty good. Although, although I feel like Kratos would whoop the shit out of him. Kratos would whoop the shit out of him, but Snake is as tough as an old leather boot. Yeah, I feel like he just <laughs> wouldn't go away. It'd be like Max Holloway versus Calvin Cater. Jeez, Kratos yeah. would just be hitting him with everything. Just his would, name. He would just eat him. He would just eat every single shot. His name like, is the God of War, and he's gonna worry about a fucking tough leather boot. <laughs> That's his kryptonite, bro. Tough leather boots, got it. Um, like an Prince. up, up, and away when the family couldn't handle tinfoil. <laughs> it's, it's the god of war, like a leather boot. It's like, ah! All right. Uh, uh, for me, it's an uh, entertaining fight. Oh, boy. It would be... Um... Oh, what's that guy's name? Uh, from Silent Hill. I can't remember the, guy, the character, main character's name. Okay, the main character from Silent Hill. The main character from Silent Hill and and Wario. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You know what else I was about to say? I was about to say Samus from Metroid Prime. And Master Chief from Halo. Oh, 
Oh, that's a good. That's actually pretty good. That's a good. That would be an entertaining. Fight thing. in the suits. No guns. Just fight in the suits. Oh yeah, I just God. think I just think that the that the lead guy from um from Silent Hill would just give Wario like <laughs> give Wario the business. What to yeah? Like, but then to me, Wario. <laughs> he just gets fucking soccer kicked but in then... the face. <laughs> <laughs> but then you mean to I'm tell me you, you mean way. you mean to tell me you wouldn't be entertained by that? Oh, <laughs> I never said I wouldn't. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, but at the end, Wario would win, and then he'd post the meme of, "I've won, but at what cost?" <laughs> anyway, those two guys. Oh. You know, he just reminded me. Have you ever played this game? What remains of Edith Finch? No, I do. I did hear the title before, but it is one of the most hauntingly beautiful games I have ever played. It is fucking so real, and it's first person, and it's just a girl whose family is all dead. She's going back to her house to try and figure out what happened to the family. And it's like through the years and she finds out like her family is like tragic and they have like, like curse or whatever. And they always die. And she goes into like every room in the house and try to find them. And it's all locked. And she has to find little ways to open the door. Mm-hmm. There's like secret passages. And then yeah. she fucking goes flashes back in time when she sees this. And there was this one scene where they, one of the um, members of the family was like a child star. And then she like was famous in like the horror movie scene. And there's like a comic written about it. And you like go into the graphic novel and then like, holy shit, this is fucking scary shit. And she gets to like kick, beat the guy with a crush, but then she gets kicked. Oh my God. It's so fucking trippy, dude. I was playing it. Like I was like, this game is peaking my anxiety, but it's so beautiful. Hmm. I would definitely have to check it out. So her, her versus fucking Kirby. <laughs> Can you imagine? But like Kirby, like sucks up one of her family members. <laughs> How fucked up is that, dude? Yeah. I talked about what remains of it is Finch, though. That's it. I think that's it. Listen here, guys. We got to give our picks for next week. So that's of not course. it for the episode, but that's it for the questions. Of course. I have to say, the friendly sparring listeners always come through, dude. All day long, I was like, we have no questions. I text Leo, I was like, I don't know if we're going to do the show. I didn't really mean that. Like, we would have done whatever with whatever yeah. I had. We would have just stretched it out. But I was just like, oh, my God, dude. And then you guys all showed up. I had Avenger style five million times, but you showed up. Showed up. Thank you. Oh my god, have I already done this on the podcast when Michael Bublé gave that speech at MSG? Yes, he said showed up a bunch of times. Can I do it again? Sure, yeah, let's do it. New York, you've been damn fine to me, really. I started at the Blue Note for ten days. You showed up. I came to the Beacon. You showed up, came to, uh, what is it, the uh, Red City Musical. You showed up, came to MSG, you showed up. I've been here a ton. I know my way around. 
I like the people. I like the food. I like to give you this. It's called home, and it's yours. Let's go, boys. Another summer day is coming, gone away. <laughs> oh, dude, Michael Bublé fucks. He does. <laughs> His wife is 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 like this Argentinian woman. She's like, but imagine them like. Okay, all right. I don't know if you were eating something Birds or. Birds flying high. You know how I feel. Yeah, very I'm much in him. the sky. You know how I feel. All right. Um, Let's see. I got I got the fights pulled up here on Tapology. Do you want me to share my screen or will that fuck up the Zoom recording? Do you think? No, I got it. I got um. Okay. We got uh we got the UFC fight night on September September eighteenth. Uh, racist uh, Smith versus Ben. <laughs> yeah, dude, what the fuck was up with that tweet when he's like, "I'm not scared of a black man." I'm like, "Well, you're <laughs> biracial. What the fuck? What the <sighs> actual fuck?" All right, so for the first uh fight on the main card, it's gonna be Joaquin Buckley versus Antonio Arroyo. I think it's a Hoyo. I asked my good friend Fernando Praches of the Best Camp of My Life podcast when there is a double R uh, that uh, activates, not activates, but that signifies that you need the the sort of the H sound, like in Diego oh. Ferreira. Yeah. Michelle Pereira, Pereira yeah. one R in the middle, so it's Pereira. I, I used to say Pereira because I was, I was just, if it's an mm-hmm. R at the beginning, like Hodger, Hoyce, Rafael, Gets the mm. pronunciation, but if it's in the middle, it has to be a double R. Huh. Okay. Anyway, the more you know, the uh, more you know. I, I think I, I'm going with Buckley. Walking Buckley. <clears throat> Where are you going to Hoyo? No, I said Buckley. Oh, yeah. No, me too. Going with Buckley. I think he. Yeah, me too. I, I do think Buckley kind of got exposed as like not being this amazing guy we thought he was, mm-hmm. but I still think he beats the shit out of Antonio Hoyo. Oh, yeah. Uh, I next. could be wrong though, and I, I hope I would be wrong. What do we got for you? Uh, the next fight? Yeah. So it's Christos Yagos versus Armand Sarukian. And I am going with my man Armand. He's 16 and 2. Christos, last fight, he won by Dars, and he fucking kissed Joe Rogan on the mouth during a pandemic. Yeah. So, yeah. We'll definitely go with Armand. Yeah. Um, also like his fight with Islam Makhachev is like, it, like one of the best, like grapple heavy, exciting fights you'll ever find. All right. Next is Mandy Bohm, seven and out of Germany, out of Alemania, um, versus Ariane Lipsky. And I am going with the queen of violence. Ariane Lipsky. I'm going to go with Boom. I just like boom, the fact like that she doesn't have a picture. Gun, this moves that is like a boom of a gun in the marquee, in the business boom, and someone smoking boom at the back of the room. Good. Flat of the concords. Anyone did know. <clears throat> and then the after first that. day of boom, and the flowers are blooming. <clears throat> um, we got N- Nicholas Mota versus Cameron Van Camp. <laughs> I'm going uh, my, with Nicholas Mota. I'm going to go with Nicholas Mota too. I don't know if this means this is in Portuguese. 
but malta means cannabis yeah in fucking spanish hell yeah. that is what is sponsored this episode we are writing nicholas malta the whole time <laughs> yeah we're writing it all right <laughs> he's pegging us there we go all right yeah this, yeah exactly yeah, we're war power bottoming it yeah uh this next fight the co-main for some reason is Eon Coopton Lab versus Devin Clark? I'm, I'm gonna go with, with Clark. Clark. Yeah, yeah, dude. Fuck Eon Coopton Lab. Knock him down a couple more picks. <laughs> yeah, peg him down a couple more knocks. <laughs> oh shit! All Literally. Right. All right. Uh, Thank you for this main event. Oh. <laughs> I mean, now I gotta actually, say Ryan Span. I say I actually got Anthony Smith. I just think it, like he's a little crazy and like I don't know why he said that, but like I can't. Like if if he was white and he said that, it'd be different. I'd be like, hey man, you're a fucking racist. But the fact that Anthony Smith said it and he's biracial, and it's very weird for him to say that, but like <laughs> I don't fucking know. Yeah, well either way, I'm gonna go really with like, Ryan Spann. Uh, Anthony. <laughs> I don't know why. I just like him. Well, because you're racist. So, anyways, uh... <laughs> oh hey man. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I'm going with um, Ryan, Mr. Span. Oof, love it, love to hear this. Oh, well, I can't believe what a fucking night, Leo. I mean, we are how, how, how long are we into the what? podcast? Oh, it's two hours and 12 minutes. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, look at that. You know, give, give a if you give a mouse a cookie. <clears throat> I just realized I'm so fucking stupid. I normally set a timer so I know when to split the episode between the fight yeah. recap and the forum. And this is all just a fucking one big long forum. So I did need to do that. But I'm glad I did so that we knew how much time. I love it. I'm so fucking stupid. Uh, guys, I don't know what you're going to expect back from this, but we are laughing way too much of this. So I hope you enjoyed it yeah. as much as we did because it was really you're funny. Laughing because of this, you're probably sober and honestly, fix it. Yeah. True. Fix it. Leo hasn't seen are... Umbrella Academy. Fix it. Fix it. Definitely yeah. We are it. zooted right now. We're so zooted. Honestly, you would love that show. That's really good. I'm sure. Don't be like me, dude. Don't be me. <laughs> Take the recommendation. Uh, I'm gonna. Uh, whenever you can. Anyway, okay, yeah, cool, cool, we cool. we love every single one of you. We have to shout out our patrons. Yes, we do. And Leo, we have a new patron that um, joined the ranks. You know already. I text you about it, but this is the sure, first time sure. they've been shouted out on the podcast because it happened ah, yes. after last episode. So the first one goes to my main man, Callum. Came in with that amazing video, came in question. Love that. APB. Dude, the fucking greatest tweet of all time is when she dunked on motherfucking Bryce Mitchell with science. I was like, oh, dude. I was like, damn, I just not. <laughs> Yeah, we're just uh, <laughs> Sandy Pants. You guys know how awesome Sandy Pants is. I don't even need to say. Um, but she is, obviously. Um, Alex from Jersey. Been MIA from Twitter. I think his account got suspended, or maybe he I, I honestly don't know what happened. If if you're listening, Alex, um, reach out, let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, hashtag um, free Alex. Hashtag free Alex T Cross. <laughs> came in with the with the fire question about me getting to roast macy barber honestly was the best part for me 
filthy casual one time she did a thread of all the people in the forum and it was fucking great um fee our, our girl felicia dave l your homie yep who i've never met but the i'm homie. sure is better than most of the people i have met probably yeah uh phil the mma dude homie phil calls the split decision podcast jimmy the drunk Give an amazing question about <laughs> our earliest memory. Tricky Dick, the Matrix question, and our brand new patron, Mixta Man. Ah, what a beautiful list of people! Beautiful people, the most beautiful list I, I, I could compile. If you were to tell me, like, who are the fucking sexiest people in all of Twitter, I'd be like, let me compile this list for you. And there it is, right there. There it is. That's it. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Leo, where can our listeners follow you? You guys can follow me at Leo GH2113 on Twitter and Instagram. Um, and I, I've been trying to plug my personal account, but you know what? I, I sent two tweets from that account that fucking got like a decent amount of attention, a couple hundred likes, whatever. And it took all the fucking the algorithm fucked me on the friendly sparring account, and almost no one saw any of my other tweets mm. uh, from that account. And I was like, "Hey, man, what the fuck?" So don't follow that account, <laughs> or do if you already do. I'm just saying, I'm not going to plug it anymore. Follow at friendly spar pod, <laughs> and that's it. That's all you got on Twitter and Instagram. And that is the show. Did you have something else? No, but no. Uh, I did you do you like guacamole? Really?